Hello from AVA Annual Meeting 2017 in New York City. I'm Lawrence Galetti. Elizabeth Dorico. And we're on the road with Legal Talk Network. And we're back. Uh, we are continuing our coverage of the ABA annual meeting here in New York City, the Big Apple. And uh, we are in the Expo Hall area of the ABA. And joining me today, I have Miss Elizabeth DeRico. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, you're with the New York State Bar Association. I am. I'm their Associate Executive Director. Okay, so uh, what, what do you do in your position there? I manage our membership outreach, our section services and meeting services department who are responsible for our annual meeting every year right here at the Hilton in New York City. I'm also responsible for um, outreach efforts to our membership and our communications department. So as my uh, boss, Adam Cameron, said, that means everyone loves you. I like to think so. (laughs) Excellent, excellent. So uh, tell us a little bit about the New York State Bar Association. The New York State Bar Association is a 74,000-member voluntary bar association. Unlike many of our voluntary state bar counterparts, we have chapters throughout the world because of the prominence of New York as a site of admissions for um, out-of-country and out-of-state lawyers. Um, So the New York State Bar Association's reach really spans the globe, but we're also focused on our solo practitioners in upstate New York. So does being a voluntary bar uh, add a little extra pressure? It certainly adds some distinctive challenges in, um, in an era where we're constantly rethinking our value proposition to our members. And as I said, our members range from solo practitioners up in Messina to large firm practitioners in Manhattan with offices in Hong Kong. So we have to be very cognizant that they each have different needs and try to deliver the kinds of services and value that each of them needs to be successful in their practice and profession. Lives. Okay, so we're here in part to talk about the uh, National Association of Bar Executives and, and in more particular, your involvement uh, with them. And so uh, I know that some people call it NABI, some people call it NABE. I'm going to go with what the president said, Mr. Robert Craighead, that we interviewed earlier. Uh, he goes with NABE. Well, whatever the president of NABE says, I'm going to go with also. Um, the National Association of Bar Executives is the is the professional home for bar professionals. And my involvement goes back to um, my first job with the Bar Association, which began in 1985. And so I've had a, a, I owe my career development to my association with colleagues that have helped me develop my professional skills as well as enriched my ability to do my job on behalf of the members of, of our association. So we talked about uh, a little bit about this uh, during our pregame conversation, but uh, the membership of NABE, it wasn't quite what I expected. So you have 646 members, and who are those members? The members are the professional staff at state, local, and special focus bar associations. Um, They range from folks with titles such as CEO or executive director to communications specialists, to the directors of finance, 
to staff who do CLE or social media. So it's it's a range of um, staff specialists and CEOs of those bar associations. Now, one thing I found interesting was that you were saying that a significant portion of those are not attorneys themselves. Not necessarily. I think to be a good a good bar professional, you need a range of skills. I mean, you need to be a good manager. Um, you need to be a good money manager. You need to have great communication skills. Um, and sometimes being a lawyer is helpful. And sometimes it's not necessary to um, effectively function in a role that facilitates the work of the association, developing membership. Okay. Here's a question for you. You know, you've got the ABA, the American Bar Association. You've got your your state and local bars. Uh, why is uh, membership to the National Association of Bar Executives important? National Association of Bar Executives is important because it's the professional home for those of us who work in membership, who work in communications, and who are responsible oftentimes for managing significant budgets on behalf of our associations. So the ABA and our Bar Association are able to help lawyers um, do an effective job on behalf of their clients. and. NABE helps us do an effective job on behalf of our members. There's a distinction. So uh, I'm just recapping on this so I can understand it better, but the members represent their individual bar associations. And from our earlier conversation, some bar associations have more than one person who's representing them. So what does a representative to NABE do for their bar association? Well, I guess so. There, there are representatives who sit on our governing bodies. We have sections, and very similar to the way bar associations have sections, we have a section on government relations. We have a section on communications. We have a section on administration and finance. So those are the staff professionals that work in those areas. And so um, we come together in much the same way lawyers come together for their professional organization to learn from one another and to network and to ensure that that um, our professional skills continue to develop and we understand what's breaking in our field. Okay, so state bars, main state bars will participate in ABE. Some city, local bars will also participate, but also specialty bars. Yes, we have a handful of members that represent diversity bars, um, such as the National Asian Pacific American Bar Association. The executive director of that organization is a member of our organization as well. Excellent, excellent. So just in terms of, uh, you know, you got 646 members. Now, that's not 646 bar associations, but I'm assuming that membership is open for more bars that are not currently part of it to join. Yes, we're always looking for new members, and we know that particularly for smaller bar associations that may have one staff or have just started to staff, um, that it might not be top of mind to be a member of the organization, but it's really important to create that network, and particularly if you're running an association all by yourself, we want to help you not be so isolated and create community and support for your ability to do your job. So a matter of curiosity, you know, we, we cover, uh, Legal Talk Network covers the ABA mid-year meeting, also cover ABA annual, obviously. And uh, so one of the matters of curiosity I always see is on the list, I always see the NABE meetings happening right before the main stage ABA events uh, begin. 
to kick off. And so I just, uh, it always seems to be centered around these these annual meetings, whether it's mid-year or the actual annual uh, meeting. But uh, what goes on here? We're fortunate. One of the alliances that the National Association of Bar Executives has had for many years is with the American Bar Association. And we're fortunate that our professional organization is staffed by staff from the American Bar Association. So one of the reasons that we are aligned so closely with the ABA in terms of our meeting um, is because of that affiliation. In addition to having the leaders, voluntary leadership of our associations are also very active and part of the ABA. And, and, and so, so that that alliance works very well for us. So we've been we've been covering um, issues such as membership development and membership engagement and managing generational differences and and how to design innovation programs around what our members need. So those have been some of our discussions this week. Good governance practices with our board. So we've covered a range of topics to help our associations expand their reach. So I just have uh, one last question for you, Elizabeth. Our listeners who are tuning in today might have some questions they might wish to follow up. How can they find you? Oh, you can find me on Twitter. I'm execsb on Twitter. And I can always be emailed at edorico at nisba.org. Well, we've reached the end of the road for today's episode, but I want to thank our guest, Elizabeth DeRico, for joining us today. Thank you very much for having me. It's been fun. And I also want to thank our listeners for tuning in. And if you like what you heard today, please rate us in Apple Podcasts. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. Thank you, Elizabeth. That was thank great. You. Perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. If you'd like more information about what you heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook. Or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.